You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in-depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission, to keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. I'm your host, Adam, from GolfUnfiltered.com. You can follow us all over social media at Golf Unfiltered. Particular note, we are having a lot of action on TikTok as well as new Instagram threads. Yeah, it looks like there's a new social media company or brand or whatever the hell every couple of days. And uh, personally, I'm enjoying those two the most. And I know that, you know, X or Twitter, whatever it is, we've talked about that for the last few weeks. That's still going. It just it feels like a different place now. And um, I'm not sure about the about the future of that app. I'm not sure about the future of us being on the app, but we're still there. You can follow all of Golf Unfiltered there at Golf Unfiltered. You can follow me there at Adam J. Fonseca and, of course, at Nikki Dunnigan to follow Nikki. And then at Dan Hauser Golf to follow Dan. And of course, our friend Chris McEwen, you know him as well. He's also on there. At Chris M. McEwen, I believe is his name. I should probably know that. Chris will get mad at me if he hears this, but you could follow him there as well. So it's just us today, folks. Uh, lots of stuff going on in the golf world, as well as just among the GU members. Uh, Chris and I just completed, and he's actually still playing. Just a weekend filled with golf. He and I played 54 holes of golf on uh, Friday and Saturday combined. I am very sore. He uh, He's still at it, though. He had a buddy fly in from Florida, which is really cool. And uh, they're still going out there, and they're doing it, man. I think today they were playing Thunderhawk, and I forget the second course, uh, today being Sunday. Yesterday we went and we played... Uh, Prairie Landing, a course in West Chicago that I very much enjoy. Uh, and we then, in the afternoon, played the Preserve at Oak Meadows. I had never played that before. I had heard a lot about it. And let me tell you, we played from 8.30 in the morning till just before 8 p.m. And it rained until about 6.15 p.m. So, <laughs> I mean, it we got wind we got rain we got you know no heat which was great you know not a lot of sun but man we had some rough rough conditions but we still had a good time and then on friday the day before that uh we played at harborside in chicago i had never played there either we played the port course there's the two courses there and uh, you know locals listening to this know exactly what i'm talking about i forget which hole it is it's the uh the anchor hole where it's got the uh, the fairway cut out that looks like the shape of the course's logo, which is an anchor, and there's bunkers all around it. It's a long par three, and we were playing it dead into the breeze. I think it's the most difficult tee shot in Illinois. I don't know. Those of you who have played it, let me know. Send me an email, adam at golfunfiltered.com. You can find us on Twitter uh, or any of those social media places as well. Let us know your thoughts of that course if you've had the pleasure of playing it. So we got a few topics I want to cover today. It's been uh, not only busy, like I said, it's been busy everywhere. Certainly in men's pro golf, perhaps the biggest news is twofold. One, we are nearing the FedEx Cup playoffs. Justin Thomas, we've been giving him a hard time. I mean, at the time of this recording, he's still on the course. He's still at the Wyndham. He is fighting, and I think he's right on the bubble. I I don't know if he's going to make the playoffs, but he is uh, quoted 
in a press conference yesterday after the third round that uh, he would much rather make the Ryder Cup than he would the FedEx Cup playoffs. Now, on its surface, I mean, obviously the way that people want to react to that is, oh my goodness, what does that mean for the FedEx Cup playoffs? Obviously, he doesn't value them very much. Well, the FedEx Cup playoffs has always been kind of this this scapegoat or, or whatever you want, a whipping boy for golf media, Our, us included. I mean, we don't know if it's the best format. I don't know if it's, you know, savable, if you can make a better format than what it is currently. I still think that they should go to some sort of match play just because I like watching match play. Make it a bracketed tournament. You know, I don't know. We can go on and on about that. But Justin Thomas says he'd rather make the Ryder Cup. And, I, you know, I think there's a lot of players, certainly in the PGA Tour, and live golf for that matter, who probably agree with them. They love them some Ryder Cup, both on the U.S. side as well as the European contingent. And I don't think JT's going to get the pick. And let me tell you this, if he does, boy, we're all going to get sick of hearing about that. I mean, we already know that the Ryder Cup, for the most part, is a good old boys club. Yeah, I, I get it. I know that there's a lot of connotation to that phrase. I'm not sorry about using it. But yeah, he might make the Ryder Cup. He might be a captain's pick. Zach Johnson, United States team captain, might say, you know what? Yes, we're going to go with you. And to his credit, Justin Thomas has played well in the Ryder Cup. We all know his legendary pairings with his his buddy, Jordan Spieth, and of course his, what, his older uncle, I guess you could say it, his older buddy, Tiger. Tiger obviously not going to play in this Ryder Cup. But JT has played well, and so I don't know if he will be a detriment to the United States team. If I'm being honest, I don't know if I care. Ryder Cup going to Rome. I have two close personal friends who have actually been on this show. Longtime listeners to the Golf and Filtered podcast may remember there's another Adam that I'm friends with, as well as a Matt. They have been on the show in various capacities a long time ago. They are going to Rome to see the Ryder Cup. Good, good for them. I'm excited for them. I am not joining them, um, one, because I don't like to travel, and two, <laughs> the first time I go to Rome, if if ever, I will not be going to Rome to watch golf. I will tell you that right now. Uh, but at any rate, uh, they want to go. They're going to have a great time. I'm sure they will, and I'm sure that we're all going to have a great time watching the Ryder Cup with or without Justin Thomas. But that was one of the elements or one of the more notable things, I guess, that came out, and we will see if JT qualifies for the FedEx Cup playoffs, which I think will help his case as far as becoming a captain's pick for the Ryder Cup. You want to have the hot hand going into the Ryder Cup, and that's the same for either side of that competition. You want to have the best players in that moment. Up until now, Justin Thomas is not one of the best players. He could turn that narrative around, though, very easily. And to his credit, again, he's got a lot going for him. He's got some history at the Ryder Cup, as we just outlined. Speaking of his buddy, Tiger, a few days ago, I believe maybe about a week ago or so, five days, Tiger Woods just emerges from wherever he's been hiding. We haven't heard anything from Tiger in regard to this whole uh, merger, acquisition, partnership, whatever the hell it is between Live Golf. PGA Tour, DP World Tour. He hasn't said anything. And now 
he gets unanimously voted on as the sixth player advisory council playing member or some nomenclature thereof. This presents a few interesting opportunities for that player advisory council. For those who aren't aware, that council or board is comprised of essentially two groups. There are the playing members, so people who actually play on the tour, or in this case, also Tiger Woods, uh, who, you know, is a lifetime member, of course. And then there's the other side, which are the non-playing members, and those include people like Jimmy Dunn, who we saw before Congress, and they involve all other sorts of wealthy men who don't play on the PGA Tour, but they are able to help make decisions that impact a PGA Tour. You know, this is not unlike most boards in professional sports. But now, it is six to five in terms of the number of seats in favor of the players with the addition of Tiger Woods. So what does this mean? Well, in short, we don't really know what this means, but how did this happen? PGA Tour players said, hey, Jay, Monahan, throw us a bone here, you jerk, for doing what you did, for just throwing the wool over all of our eyes, making this framework agreement with the people that we thought we were supposed to hate because you told us to remain loyal to you and to not jump ship. Throw us a bone. We want Tiger. Jay, I've been using this phrase a lot this episode. To his credit, listen to the players. So Tiger Woods is now on the Player Advisory Council. At a very high level, he and the other players are going to be able to vote on... Essentially, the future of the tour and all the big decisions that come out, including what's going to happen with Live Golf. So we remain in this weird purgatory of we don't know what's going to happen with any of these tours. We thought we had pro golf figured out. We, we certainly don't. The players themselves, a, a common phrase or a common sentiment from the players are, well, if the PGA Tour is a membership organization ran by its members, i.e. them, how come we don't know anything about what's going on? Well, the inclusion of Tiger is supposed to help that situation. And so on its surface, it would appear that any of these big decisions that come down the pipe, or at least are placed on the proverbial table, the players are going to have the majority vote now. And they are the ones that are going to be able to decide all these things. It's no longer Jay Monahan and Jimmy Dunn or just a couple other guys doing this or making decisions and then letting everyone know after the fact. On paper, as it appears right now today, those days are done. Anything that happens from this point forward, the players have a vote and they can say yay or nay, literally. Now, personally, I'm excited for this. You know, maybe this adds some, certainly some intrigue. I mean, we're all intrigued about it now, but perhaps even more so, it provides a little bit more clarity on what we are to expect from men's professional golf these days. I put out a tweet not too long ago on uh, at Golf Unfiltered. Are they even called tweets anymore? I don't know. You guys know what I'm talking about. And I said, you know, I, don't, I think for the first time ever, certainly in my lifetime, I have no idea you know, what to make of men's professional golf. I don't know what's going to happen. The FedEx Cup playoffs that we've just talked about them, they're coming up. Do they matter anymore? Like, do they matter? Certainly to sponsors and to FedEx, 
of course, uh, they certainly matter. I mean, the players, I guess, they're still playing for millions of dollars and all that. But, I mean, is this something that's going to continue? And if so, then, I mean, are we? what about Live Golf? What happens there? You know, and all the storylines continue. And I guess what's just killing me right now, and I know that we have to be patient, those of us who like to write and talk about golf, and certainly all of us who like to watch it, we have to be patient. We have to wait and see what happens. Everyone's still trying to figure stuff out. The threat of Live Golf, and most notably, of course, Saudi Arabia's public investment fund just popped up out of nowhere, seemingly, and we have to react to it. Everyone, the proverbial we, have to react to this thing. And that's still going, and it's probably going to happen that way and still be this weird gray area for a while. The inclusion of Tiger Woods, who famously, and this is not a secret, anyone who's paid attention to the game, was essentially handled, uh, handed rather, uh, the torch. You know, the torch was passed to him from Jack Nicklaus and Arnold Palmer, the purveyors of the game up until that point. Somewhat self-appointed, but in our reality, the purveyors of the game. Tiger, this is now your responsibility. And it would appear that Tiger has taken young Rory McIlroy under his wing as well to become his Robin. If You know, to Tiger's Batman, I guess. We have these two men who are either officially or unofficially tasked with the survival of the PGA Tour. Because it ain't Jay Monahan. It sure as hell <laughs> ain't Jay Monahan. So, I trust that, if nothing else, Tiger's stubbornness slash loyalty to the PGA Tour is enough to keep things rolling and perhaps even improving. Tiger's got a lot of, you know, things going on in his professional life now that his playing days are all but over. I'd be very surprised if we see him in any capacity other than perhaps the off major here and there. Uh, he's got TGR, everything that goes along with that. He's got this new virtual or, or video game golf league. I forget what it is. Is that TGL? I don't know. That's going to happen. So he's got a lot of stuff, and he's got a lot of good ideas, or at least very smart people around him that have these ideas, and perhaps he can bring some of that flair to what I guess has become a stale model with men's professional golf. I mean, if we are to believe the players, and that's kind of like where I'm going with all this, I'm just going to listen to what the players are saying these days. Those who want to be more outspoken, and I hope more become more outspoken to let us know exactly what they don't like about this situation, sure, they run the risk of coming across as, I don't know, crybabies or prima donnas, whatever word you want to use, but that's golf, man. <laughs> like, I mean, hell, that's not even golf. That's, that's professional sports. You kidding me? NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, certainly with some of the contracts that are being handled down in, in those sports, they're all the same. So why are we going to treat men's professional golf the same? Or differently, rather. We should treat them the same. Come on. I'm, I'm over this whole thing of, you know, the gentleman's game. Don't, don't give me that. I think if we've learned anything over the last couple of years, I mean, that's completely out the window. It's all about money. It's always been about money, and it's always going to be about money. At least entertain us. 
If you guys want to act that way, and if you just want to be treated in that way, and we're seeing how they want to, at least some want to be treated on Live Golf, then we're going to treat you that way, Hollywood. That's If that's what you want, that's how you will be treated. And in which case, hey, entertain me. Entertain me. If I'm going to pay money to go to your events, if I'm going to care, if I'm going to dedicate any time to watching your product, I better be entertained. Because for the last couple of years, this has sucked. It's not been good. At all. And for all the things that I don't like about Live, which, of course, is off the golf course, and you guys know if you've listened to me for any length of time, you know what I'm talking about. You know where I stand on all that stuff, and I'm not apologetic for any of that. But to, again, to their credit, at least they tried something different. The product, the, the production value, I think, was better than the PGA Tours. Now, granted, I can't see any of the events, and I don't really necessarily want to watch any of the Live Golf events. I mean, there's an event coming here to the Chicagoland, well, Sugar Grove, Illinois, which, by the way, is about 50 minutes outside of Chicago. There's an event coming here. I'm not going. I don't care. But at this point, we can't have both worlds. We can't have this world where it's just a gentleman's game. We're supposed to respect the tradition. Oh, Jack and Arnie and, and you know, Walter Hagen and Byron Nelson and all that and blah, 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 blah. But then the other side, we're supposed to care about all the money that's being won. If there's anything I've learned in my 41 years of life, a lot of that being a sports fan is that they're all doing it for the money. All of them. Sure, there's a few that are going to be really sentimental and they're going to say that they're doing it for the love of the game in front of a TV camera for a nice little montage to fill space and whatever sporting event you're watching. Great. But I want to be entertained now. I'm going to treat you the way that you obviously want to be treated. Boy, things got a little dark there. <laughs> well, let's liven things up. Before we switch to another topic, you guys know that we, we can't do any of this without the support of our sponsors. And, you know, I've talked a lot about Cog Hill Golf and Country Club. I had the chance to go out and play Dubs Dread with a couple buddies the other day, if you're not aware. Dubs Dread, that's where the BMW Championship before that, the Western Open took place. Tiger Woods, by the way, still has the uh, course record, 62. We went and played. I did not shoot 62. (laughs) I shot much higher than that. Um, It's a very, very, very hard golf course, but I love it. You know, it's just here in my hometown. Uh, Cog Hill continues to be a sponsor of ours. They're a great partner. They've got a lot of great stuff. If you guys live in this area, and even if you don't, hey, make the trip. Make the trip. To I guess it's considered Palos Park, Illinois. That's another story we can get into the other another day. But uh, it's you know right on the border of Lamont, Illinois, and, and Palos Park, Illinois. Um, come check them out. Their practice area is phenomenal. Now they've got Top Tracer. They've got a food truck. They've got you know basically a lot of things. They have bags you can go and just you know toss bags if you don't you know if you're sore like me after playing 54 holes of golf in two days. <laughs> Uh, you can come and do that, and they just, it's a cool place to hang out. Bring the kids, bring your friends. Uh, they got a lighted driving range. Um, and, oh, by the way, they've got four outstanding golf courses, including Dubs Dread, that will just absolutely kick your butt if you go and play it. 
Uh, and of course, our friends over at Sharp Focus Nutrition. It's funny. I went to Cog Hill not too long ago, shocking, uh, to go practice. And uh, they had a Sharp Focus Nutrition billboard because there is an event, an outing or something going on. And I was like, oh, look, look at that little little crossover there. That's that's pretty neat. SharpFocusNutrition.com. Go there. If you're a serious golfer and you want to put the best things that you can in your body during your round. And I'm not talking IPAs and hot dogs, you jerk. <laughs> no, I'm talking, uh, you know, really good nutritional uh, things, you know, nuts, berries, grains. Yeah, there's a little beef jerky in there and they have non uh, they they have plant-based options as well, if that's what you require. And there is a system that they have put together that literally tells you what to eat on what hole during your round for your optimal performance. And this is not just some dude making stuff up. This is someone that has worked with neuroscientists and nutritionists to let you know exactly how to fuel your body to perform your best. If you're a serious player, I mean, if you're a guy out there that just wants to go and have a good time, fine, go do your thing. Go do your thing. But if you're serious about it, sharpfocusnutrition.com can help you with that. Check them out. Don't take my word for it. Take theirs. And, of course, our friends over at Mizuno Golf. They have been uh, one of our newer partners, and I've been playing their uh, JPX 923 irons as well as their S23 wedges. Uh, Those wedges are phenomenal. Love them. I'll be honest, the 923 uh, JPX uh, irons... They are very similar in terms of the player distance category to others on the market. I love the way they, that they feel. I mean, I've, I'm a huge fan of Mizuno. I've been a fan of Mizuno since I was a kid. So, I mean, let's be honest. I'm biased. Uh, or biased. And, uh, you know, they're just they're a great partner. And, of course, they've got all sorts of cool, cool things coming out. Uh, January, believe it or not, is right around the corner. And uh, that is the new equipment release season. We'll let you know what's coming out, but um, pay attention to their to their uh, fairway woods, drivers. Everyone knows them for their irons. I'm telling you right now. I mean, they're they're a sleeper in the long game category. I'm telling you right now. They've they've done a lot in that space, especially with that forged feel that everyone knows Mizuno about. Right? Nothing feels like a Mizuno. I'm telling you, you gotta keep them in mind. You'll be surprised. All right. So, uh, what was it, maybe two episodes ago? I don't remember anymore. When Dan was on, he and I were talking uh, about some of the current events in, in golf. And uh, towards the end, I had mentioned that we had not gotten clearance or approval to go to the Tour Championship in Atlanta at Eastlake, which sucks. We wanted to be there, if nothing else, because of everything we had just talked about for the you know past 20 minutes or so. Um I want to see how things are going to go with the Tour Championship among all of this just weirdness going on. Well, we, we didn't get approved, but Chris McEwen and I did get approved to go to the BMW Championship, which, of course, this year is taking place at Olympia Fields here in uh, Olympia Fields, Illinois. Great golf course. Obviously, you're probably aware of it. You've heard of it. You've seen uh, championships take place there. So Chris and I will be on site during that event. We haven't decided on how many days we want to go. Um, Obviously, we got this annoying thing called day jobs that we have to take care of as well, but we will be on course. uh, And so stay tuned for some content around that. Chris and I, um, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, it's just Golf Unfiltered, just like everything else. uh, Chris and I are also working on more episodes of our little kind of side 
hustle, I guess you could call it. No, it's our little side series. Uh, have clubs will travel. Now, I am so glad that we did not bring cameras and microphones for the last uh, weekend because I, I said some things that uh, would have to get bleeped out uh, because I, I didn't play great. Um, but the whole intent there with have clubs uh, will travel is to go to private clubs or you know higher prestige public courses and uh, play the course, talk about the history of the course, uh, try the accommodations, you know, to let you know exactly what it's like. And uh, we've got a couple great episodes coming up. We, we just need to get some dates on the calendar with these clubs that we have already agreed to bring us out there. So stay tuned for that as well. The last thing, uh, actually, no, two more things. So uh, Nikki, of course, Nikki Dunnigan, still a member of GU, been very busy. Uh, Nikki and I and I haven't really talked to her about this yet, so she might be listening to this and hearing it for the first time. Um, sorry, Nikki. Uh, but Nikki and I are going to probably do some more episodes on, uh, not of course golf, obviously, but she and I also have uh, similar interests in just regular pop culture type stuff. And if you've not noticed, we do now have a new podcast network partner. We are on the Believe, it's B-L-E-A-V, it's pronounced Believe.com uh, podcast network. We are very excited for this. And one of the things that I agreed to, and one of the things that I want to bring more to our listeners, is more stuff to listen to. I think what I've noticed, and uh, I'll get back to the Nikki thing here in a second, what I've noticed is the way that our audience at Golf Unfiltered consumes content is reserved to a few things. You guys like to read equipment reviews. You guys like to read about the new stuff that's coming out that you could purchase or play and, and, and that type of thing, which is great. And I'm talking about the content that we have on the website. So with that being said, it's going to continue, of course. I still have that part of me that loves talking about the equipment side of the game it's, it's an extremely exciting part. We talk a lot about equipment over on our TikTok uh, channel or page, whatever you call it, as well, especially with new golfers. So that will continue. Another way that you guys uh, have been responding to our content is via the podcast, of course. Thank you for all of you for your continued uh, loyalty there, but also on YouTube. But you also enjoy a lot of just the ancillary stuff that we're talking about. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be golf-related. So the plan, at least uh, right now, and this is like written in pencil on the back of a bar napkin plan, we want to bring more of that different type of content to you. So stay tuned for those episodes, too. You don't have to go anywhere else for it. They're all going to be right here on this same feed. So if you're subscribed to the Golf Unfiltered podcast, you're going to get that type of stuff. But if you've been a longtime listener, you probably know that every so often we like to throw additional little mini-series on this same podcast network or channel or feed, such as Have Clubs Will Travel that I mentioned that I do with Chris. Nikki, of course, does a fantastic job, at least for the past two Aprils around Masters times, of doing uh, memoirs for Magnolia Lane. So those are two examples of what I'm talking about. So stay tuned for that as well. We're not trying to be, you know, like the everything you know, podcast, whatever, right? No, obviously golf is still the primary focus here, but hey, we like talking about other stuff too. 
So stay tuned for that. We're excited to do that. Um, maybe we talk about Barbie and uh, Oppenheimer, right? I'm actually going to see Barbie tonight. My wife and I, um, and, and look, listen, I already, I can feel some of you rolling your eyes already listening to this. Stop it. It's a movie. Get with it. It's 2023 for crying out loud. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of nonsense being said about that movie. Uh, we're going to go see it. I'm going to talk about it. We're going to talk. I saw Oppenheimer the other day, me and my brother-in-law and, uh, that movie. Good Lord. First of all, get ready to sit for a long time. My gosh. I, I don't remember the last time I saw a movie of that length. It was, it was over three hours. They said it was three hours long, 180 minutes. And I'm telling you, it was longer than that. Go to one of those theaters that uh, have the reclining comfy seats like we did. It'll help you out. But yeah, we're going to talk about more stuff like that. Uh, so I won't do it now, <laughs> but we will. Uh, that being said, you can go out to BLEAV.com and you can not only listen to our show, you can find us there. Of course, Apple, Spotify, all those places that you already find us. But go check out Believe.com, BLEAV.com. They've got so many shows, part of that network, which is one of the reasons why we were excited to do that to join on and uh some of the names of these athletes former athletes current athletes that have shows i mean it's it's insane i mean chicago fans cj watson has a chicago bulls podcast how cool is that it i mean so you could see that there's a lot of work being done in that space too and and i'll be completely transparent here i unfortunately was not very well aware of this network before uh, they reached out and I am so glad that they did because this is exciting. It's, it's a great way for more people to hear what we have to offer all of that babbling that I just did to say that we want to bring more content to your ears and yes, on our YouTube channel as well. So be sure to subscribe to all those places. You can find us at golf unfiltered pretty much everywhere. Uh, chances are, if you put at golf unfiltered in any of the social media platforms, you'll find us. And of course, as always, I appreciate any feedback. I'm open to it. Adam at golfunfiltered.com is the email address. Please keep the emails coming. Uh, I take all that to heart and I love it when you have recommendations on not only things that we want to, uh, that you want to hear us cover or read us, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but also anything that we can do better. So Keep that in mind. Thanks for uh, tuning in this week. And uh, you know what? Just keep your eyes peeled. You might see another episode pop up in your feed every so often. You never know. That's the way we like to do things around here. Uh, stay safe. Play well if you're going out to play. Get those rounds in. Get those rounds in. And, and if you're down in the south and you're dealing with this oven heat temperature stuff, I mean, good Lord, stay safe. Don't go outside too long. My goodness. We only got like a taste of it up here in Chicago. And... I, I couldn't breathe going outside. Of course, there were those Canadian wildfire smoke as well that came down that really messed me up. Um, man, it's just it, it, it's weird being outside right now. So just stay safe, all right? We'll be back again next week. Take care.